Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. It's always that one time you need a defense attorney and you just don't know who to call, right? Well, I'm telling you, Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, he's the best in the business when it comes to a defense attorney. And he's a former prosecutor, so he knows the other side of the courtroom. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide, has handled litigation in over 19 different states. If you need Manny, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com. He stops by the show twice a month. Got any questions? Leave it on our hotline, 404-369-3825, or on our social media off podcastthebs.com. How about a win-win situation for you? You're about to purchase a house. You need a mortgage. Go to the best in the business. That's Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage, 561-951-0984. He's a no-nonsense guy. He'll tell it to you how it is. He'll give you the numbers, and it'll make it happen. Plus, he picks up the phone when it rings. But on top of that, when you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. One prize winner will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. 561-951-0984 or Stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. Every week, there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. This would be episode 31 of the good, bad, the ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissors Studio, sponsored by Stockton Mortgage. Dave the Flash Flashner. He actually replied to somebody on the Facebook. I didn't even know he was on Facebook. Somebody said, uh, oh, there was because of the tweaks that we made and there's commercial free and then there's uh, the commercial episodes now uh, for the non-subs. Somebody's like, yeah, turned on the commercial free and I heard Dave the Flash Flashner and Mac Development. I had to explain to them that these are not commercials. These are sponsorship reads. Two totally different things. But the guy didn't want to hear it. Didn't want to hear it at all. Didn't Just didn't want to hear it. There's a difference. It's like um, brand placement in movies. The movie Big. Exactly. You know, at the end when they're, they're, they're working out the comic book and the big pitch. And what are they eating? They're eating a Pizza Hut pizza. Pizza Hut paid money for their logo to be front and center in that scene that is brand vertising. It's product placement is what it's called. There is a difference. Nobody wants to believe me on stuff like this. Anyway, uh, when you close your home loan uh, purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll automatically be entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. That's one prize winner will be chosen if Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. That is Dave the Flash Flashner. Stockton Mortgage, 561-951-0984, stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. There's Nader Tater Vaders in Mexico. What's up, Nate? Good morning, guys. Hola. Hola. Buenos dias. Bien día de Guadalajara. And there's Brandon in the Zelensky Studios there in Noonan. Yeah, what up? Yeah, what up? And uh, Jill in with us. Good once morning, again. guys. Our social media correspondence. Corresponder. Cor- what, are you, what are you again? Correspondent. Correspondent. Both. Either yeah. way. Uh, it, it was in there somewhere. I know Something I, like that. I, I know I had it in there somewhere. <laughs> but you understand there's a difference between a commercial read and a sponsorship read, right? There's Nate, you, 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 out of everybody, you understand the difference. Yeah, you're not taking a like a commercial, like even on a TV shows, you're taking a break from the show. It goes into a, you know, a bunch of commercials, and then it comes back and it resumes. This is like 10, 20 seconds within yeah. just a little a within within if anything <laughs> you should be going god you guys are brilliant you're able to have sponsorships that are in both episodes not just commercials on one episode or one of the episodes during the week i mean like i've, I've done this a minute I, I know what i'm talking about i know what i'm doing all right just trust me on this <laughs> and just don't hold me to it if this whole, whole thing fails all right just, just <laughs> then i'm going to be hands off i have no idea what i'm talking about uh, but anyway, uh, so far, like uh, the, the the changes that the tweaks that we made, uh, as I've referred to them as, have been great. I mean, great not only for the sponsors, great for the show. I think the uh, premium two percenters, you subscribers, really dig the commercial free episodes because we have those little 
new little imaging things that are put in there to separate some of the stuff that you dig. I know there some people were commenting on it that they liked that. So that's cool. It's almost like two different episodes. Um, and then for you non-subs that are here, I know that uh, we've had a lot of new people on our social media. I've seen new people join the Two Percenters Facebook group. So welcome. We're glad you're here. We hope you dig it, and we hope that you stick around for a very, very long time. Uh, on Thursdays, this is what we do. Oh, and then the tweaks of the shows, we swapped up top three and um, in Black Cloud and then added a new episode, Let's Talk To in which our first guest was Bashir Saladin, Hondo from uh, Top Gun Maverick, the number one movie in the world. So that was kind of cool, and I, and I dug that. Uh, good, bad, and the ugly. We take three news stories throughout the week. We put them under those categories, good, bad, and the ugly, and discuss, of course, in order to learn you a little bit and to have some fun. So let's just start out with the good. The good. It's always nice to see when there's an accident and people are rescued and they do not die. Nobody likes to see people die unless they're a really, really horrible, horrible person. In this case, I don't think these people that were working at the Mars M&M factory in Pennsylvania uh, were horrible people. Is this the old Hershey factory? Do you guys know? Because Hershey, Pennsylvania, Hershey is Mars, right? It's all under the same company now. Is it? I think so. I th- yeah, that's where Yeah, Hershey. Oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that might be right. But yeah, Hershey's is, is, is from Pennsylvania. That's why it's called that. Exactly. Well, it's Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania. But Mars, the company, owns Hershey, correct? They own all uh, of them. Uh, anyway. I don't think there's a monopoly on it. I'll have to look. Yeah, I thought Mars like bought it up. Because when I saw the story, so the, here, here's what happened. Um, two people were rescued after they fell into a tank of chocolate. Like, there could be worse things that could happen to you, right, uh, at the Mars M&M factory in Pennsylvania. Both patients were transported to the hospital. One patient was transported by ground, the other by helicopter. The extent of the injuries unknown. Uh, they had to cut a hole in the side of the tank to get them out. It's unclear how the people fell into the chocolate tank. Well, if you've ever seen Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, Augusta Goomp, <laughs> He just uh, needed to get some chocolate because his fat ass wanted chocolate. He wanted some sugar. That's how they fell into the tank. They were leaning over going, you know, it would be cool if we could go swimming in this fucking big tank of chocolate. God, that'd be really cool. Not realizing that they could get sucked up in the tube like Augusta Goomp got sucked up in the tube. So I'm That's just, exactly what I was envisioning when you started talking about it. Of course. I mean, like, Naturally. Is there, any, is there any other comparison that you can make? Nope. Like, you're working at a chocolate factory and you fall into a huge bucket of chocolate where it could almost take your life. There is no other comparison to make other than Willy Wonka and the chocolate what factory. What a way to go. That's what I'm saying. Death is, by chocolate. Is, is that like, you know, you know, I always say I never want to die stupid. Nate, would that be under the category of dying stupid? I don't know if it is. I think it depends on the reason they got in. If they were getting into uh, chocolate, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Good point. Brandon, is that a bad way to go? Are you dying stupid if you drown in a bucket of chocolate? Uh, yeah, I'd say so because a candy bar is pretty pathetic, especially when it comes to like laying on the sidewalk. Step on it, you're like, oh, shit. Melted candy bar. Now now it's killing you. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Uh, you're not even listening. Jill, uh, is that a dumb way to go? I think it's dumb, but it also sounds like a pretty badass way to go. Yeah. If you got to say, it's like, yeah, I died in a big old vat of chocolate. Well, I don't know. Saying it, it sounds kind of dumb. I don't think you would say it if you died in the big vat of chocolate. Someone would be saying it about me. That's what you always have to think of is when somebody refers to the way that you've died. How is it going to sound to a room full of people or how's it going to sound on paper or how's it going to sound on the radio or how's it going to sound on television? Like, uh, Brandon Thrasher in August. What's his last name? Elixir. Exner. Exner. August. August. Exner. And, uh, August, August, and, and Brandon Thrasher were fucking around in Noonan, Georgia, and they fell in the Noonan chocolate plant and they drown in a big vat of chocolate. I could see that happening. Like, I could hear that on the news. I don't think I could hate on you, dude. I, I would brag that he was my friend. I knew that guy. <laughs> he was like, that's like a bragging rights thing. Like, I knew the guy that died in the chocolate. He's badass, man. Chocolate or die. So I, I, I don't think that's a dumb way to go, to be honest with you. You know? 
Uh, I mean, obviously they were trying to take a te- uh, uh, get a taste of it. There's no other. There's give me another reason why you would fall into a giant bucket of chocolate at the chocolate factory. You're stirring it. They got machines. You don't have a person stirring it. You know, it's a it's a thing stirring. You're just kind of observing it. I don't know. I've never been to. Maybe they dropped their phone and they were going in to get it. Well, why you drop? Then you're taking pictures. You know, you're doing yeah, the chocolate. You like, oh, look at this big old thing of chocolate. But you're you're, like, oh shit! <laughs> Somebody's gonna have some of my cell phone in their chocolate bar. <laughs> there's there's no yeah. reason why why you should fall in other than other than to taste it, or or they're just testing it for I don't know pH levels. <laughs> Yeah, Boy, but it, yeah, but again, I think that that would all be computer run. You know, I could oh, be ask Jill at a at a brewery. They, yeah. Even though a lot of it is very um, automated, they still have to get in there and do certain things. They got to get into those vats. You got to get inside it to clean it, actually. So, uh, really? so maybe they're getting yeah, ready do. to clean it. Scary stuff. With it being closed. No, they open it. But that's what I was going to ask. Why is this giant vat of chocolate just open? Well, see, I, I picture it like a brewery where there's just like that kind of hole in the top because they said that they had to cut it open to get them out. So I figured, or, and it also said they couldn't get them out the way they came in. So I'm, I'm thinking it's a small opening and, uh, and they couldn't get back out. But if it's a small opening, how are they falling in? It sounds like they dove into this vat of chocolate to me. I dare you to go into the chocolate hole and get some chocolate. Okay. Right. Come get no, don't pull me in. Help, you know. Sound the alarm. All the chocolate police come and get you. Yeah, it, it's it's. What's that story? The the Asian girl in L.A. that falls into the uh, mm-hmm. the, the water tank. The water tank. Yeah, um, that think, is a crazy story. Yeah, I think hers was a little bit different than the chocolate thing, but it's there's no doubt that these fuckers went in there to taste the chocolate. Um, but they ruined it. That's like what? How many hundreds of gallons of chocolate? Oh yeah! Now yeah. that now that it, now that they're okay, they get out of the hospital and they're going to get fired and sued from their company. <laughs> they work at a chocolate factory. They don't need to taste it while it's being made. They'll just grab some M and M's off the line. Exactly. Right? I agree with you. That's why I'm saying this is goofy. You shouldn't have been dipping your hand into the chocolate. There's no other reason for you to fall into a chocolate hole. There's no other reason. Yeah, test, test it. That's what you're doing. You're testing it. Then they probably have a little spigot, you know, on the side, you know, that shoots it out, and you can taste it when you need to taste it. I the taste test the, the beer ho- all the time, and I don't jump in the vat. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, the uh, the funniest part is being at the hospital and having a guy come in and be like, "Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Nestle in his lungs." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nurse, we're gonna need uh, an IV, a catheter, and we're gonna need some morphine here because this guy's yeah. got uh, uh, way too much Hershey, Hershey's in his lungs. <laughs> He's just got way too much. Coughing up chocolate. Get some graham crackers. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if we put some s'mores on his chest and lit him on fire. How do you taste? Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they come in and they're just covered in chocolate. So you know that white, the white sheets on the the stretcher, the gurney that they put you in that the ambulance. It's all just chocolate everywhere. It's sticky. The ambulance drivers are going, "Shit, man, it's hot outside. This chocolate is disgusting right now. We're gonna have to wash our vehicle. We're gonna have to wash our sheets. We're gonna wash everything now." They like after that, they were off the job the rest of the day because they had to go get cleaned up. It's like worse than blood, you know, or very similar, probably. You know, um, anything else you guys would want to be uh, like? Let's just say you were those guys and take chocolate out of the equation. Anything else you'd be okay falling into and almost dying in? Nate? Jello. Jello. Ooh, that's a good one. Jello. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah, it does. You'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Brandon? Uh, Cajun boiled peanuts. Cajun boiled peanuts. Ooh, I second that. Very good. I like mm-hmm. that one. Jill? I like your style, Brandon. Um, I'm a soup gal, so maybe a big old thing of pho. Vietnamese soup, for those who don't know. Pho. Delicious. Pho <laughs> or pho? Pho. I mean, it's spelled pho, but it's pronounced pho. P H O. Yes, correct. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was pho. I've always pronounced it pho. Uncultured. It's pho. I used to say that too, and then I was corrected at the restaurant. They have a um, what's it called? I love pho mm-hmm. next to where I work out. There was a place that I used to go to called Pho King, 
Oh, that's uh, clever. But they had to change it. That's like the old, <laughs> it was the 80s or 90s uh, Sofa King yep. commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Sofa King. Awesome. <laughs> so my Excellent marketing. Guys that I knew did a, a parody commercial for a Sofa King on the radio and they got fired. I think they got fired <laughs> for it. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> that might have been the first time I ever heard of it too. I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking funny. That's a good one. Sofa King. That's like uh, if you seek Amy, right? Yep. It was a play on the words, you know? All yeah. Right. Uh, okay, so those guys are going to be okay. That's good, yes. Uh, no injuries have been reported this time. Um, I can only imagine that chocolate was hot. I figured they probably have some yeah. burns going on. Or hard to swim through. Like, if they had to take the time to, to cut open the vat, I mean, you're, you're swimming in chocolate. That'd be hard, I think. It's probably like quicksand, you know? I can only, yeah. I just remember Augustus Gloop. <laughs> like trying to get out of there. Is it gloop or goop? Gloop. Gloop? Yeah. Yeah. I got beat up Who's for, we we're talking about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I thought the driver's name was Frank, but it's Frank. Sorry. My fault. <laughs> People will get oh, you. Wow. I know. They'll get you. Everybody's a critic. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys, self, it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation. Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. So get this. It's easier to sue someone if their dog injures your livestock than it is if it injures you. If you're attacked by someone else's dog, you can only recover from the owner if you can show the dog had previously attacked someone or if it was violating a leash law. However, if that dog injures livestock, then you don't have to show anything. Amazing, isn't it? Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. In the market to build a mountain home or cabin in western North Carolina, Mac Development Group. These are the people that you need to call. These are the people you need to talk to. MacDevelopment.com is the website currently booking for full-time builds, and they're looking for you to get on the schedule today, providing a premium product in the Western Carolina market, and they are the premium builder in the area. Putting everything together in this amazing 3D software, the process is easy, and it's a one-stop shop with Mac Development Group. MacDevelopment.com. I'm so happy that so many of you enjoy Newbertese Men's Wellness League's uh, practitioner, Diane Spiva, when she comes on the podcast. I think it's great. You know, I've been going to Newbertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, for well over a year with testosterone maintenance, but they do so much more than that. With a weight loss program, sexual health, pain and joint management, Newbertese Men's Wellness League is a men's wellness facility for guys and guys only. Guys, as you get older, your body starts to break down. There are things that you can control and there are things that you can't control. Just pop into Newbertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs or go online to menswellnessleague.com and schedule a phone call just to see where you're at. It could possibly save your life. That's a true story actually happened to a listener, right? So right now, the Wellness Combine, get it for 99 bucks. That's $200 off the regular pl uh, price. Plus, mention the BS Podcast and get 10% off that price. But you got to mention the BS Podcast. Go to menswellnessleague.com. Hit that schedule button. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. Everybody's a critic. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, that's the good. How about some bad? The bad. All right, I don't know why. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Seven people. Nate hates to hear these stories. Seven people found dead in popular Mexican tourist area with warning messages written on their corpse. Ooh. Authorities on the Gulf Coast of Mexico, so the bodies of seven men, have been dumped on a roadway in the Huistica region. Is that, am I saying that right, Nate? Huistica? Yeah, close Huistica. enough. Huistica, long popular among tourists. Prosecutors say that 
The bodies did not appear to be from the township of Aquisman. Did I say that right? Aquisman. Um, I'm not looking at it, but... A-Q-U-I-S-M-O-N. Aquisman. Sure. Yeah. Uh, photos of the body showed extensive, extensive bruising on the corpse, suggesting that they had been beaten. Writing scrawled in marker on the corpse saying, quote-unquote, this is what happened to me for working with the golf. That's an apparent reference to the golf cartel, which operates mainly along the U.S. border to the north. The messages were signed, Vales Operation OB. That's apparently a reference to a, a rival gang. Um, this Mexican tourist place, very beautiful, just like the rest of Mexico with waterfalls and uh, crystal, crystalline rivers. And the side of murder. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'll let Nate go ahead and do his thing, but I, I'm going to agree with what he's about to say. I know what he's going to say. Go ahead. Well, first of all, this isn't a tourist. I mean, it might be like a Yellowstone kind of thing, but this isn't like where your average tourist goes. And I think that it's a little misleading because it says Mexican tourist destination. I think they mean maybe for local, like Mexican tourists and not maybe somewhere you guys might go when you come here. Cause it's not, it's not like an ocean place where these guys were killed or were from. Um, it's in the kind of in the middle of Mexico and uh, they had to do with cartels. So nothing you really have to worry about. There's far worse thing. I mean, Y'all need to worry about, you know, kids getting killed up there in the, the United States. I mean, a bunch of bad guys got taken out. I don't think it's that big a deal. So so I, I agree. I knew you were going to say that uh, because it irritates you. Because somebody posted this on our social media, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, what irritates me, I mean, it doesn't irritate me, but it's just people, oh, you guys okay down there? Like, <laughs> if I sent you, a, a, like, a mass shooting that was in Washington State, you know, to you, like, it's a fucking country. It's not like it's next door. It's not in my city. <laughs> you know, it's just, if I, if I sent you guys articles every time there was a shooting, you guys would run out of news feed on your fucking Facebook in the United States. <laughs> but you, you, you do know why people do that, right? Yeah, because the media and the government have portrayed Mexico as dangerous. So uh, I don't know why, but that, that's just how it always has been. Well, Mexico's da- just as dangerous as the United States. It's just dangerous in a different way. As far as, the, I look this up, as far as the, um, the, the, the criminal rate, it's on par with the United States. The difference, big difference, is that Mexico is more corrupt, if that's, believe that, um, more corrupt, there's more bribery that takes place in the United States. So the crimes are different, um, but Mexico is still on par. I mean, there's, there's tons of murders and blah, blah, blah. The reason why these make the news is because they're sexy. They're in tourist areas, just like if this were to happen in Disney, Disney, Orlando, right? I mean, it would be a huge deal. There are murders, thousands, hundreds of murders every day. South side of Chicago, there's murders all the time, right? But they're not reported. If the murder is sexy and it has to do with cartel and, and waterfalls in Mexico, I mean, it's like, it's not in the United States. Fuck it. Let's blow this baby up. You know, <laughs> th- that's what's going to grab people's attention. But the reason why we Americans gravitate towards that is because we don't hear news from Mexico all the time. They gravitate towards it because they know somebody that lives in Mexico, being you, Nate. They're just looking out for you. And they don't hear about the day-to-day operations. And there is a stigma as Mexico is like murder capital of the world, which is not the case, by the way. Um, Yeah. Well, and the difference is, is like the murders like that maybe around you guys or or in the U.S. or whatever. And then here is not typically here. You're not going to get the 20 people are not going to get slaughtered as just random passerbyers or tourists or whatever. It's people that are involved in shady shit in the U S you can be at shopping at a grocery store, going to school or going, you know, on the subway or something and just randomly get murdered through the, these killings. But here more often than not, it's, it's people that are involved in legal activity. Well, the, the story that uh, the, the cartels, uh, the jet skis and whatnot, there were some tourists that got killed there cause they got caught up in the crossfire. That was the no, other thing. No, nobody died. That they, there was they just, they just pulled up on their jet skis, shot their guns in the air, and then and shot uh, drove away. There was another one on jet skis, and they killed uh, rival um, gang members, but no tourists died. But there there was a story. I read the story because I talked to um, Jeremiah fucking Sample, one of the guys that works with him, Alex. He's from Mexico, and he goes back mm. and forth all the time. His kids back in Mexico. 
I remember talking to him about the story, and he said, uh, he goes, the, the cartel are very similar to American street gangs, but the cartel care less about who's in the way of their bullets. And, uh, and I said, so you're trying to tell me street gangs care? He goes, just a little bit more. <laughs> I was like, oh. he goes, but the cartel, if you are in, they're not waiting for a kid to leave the area before they open fire on somebody. They're going to open fire because their target needs to die. So he was explaining to me. I was like, okay, well, but you're right, though. You know, I mean, all these stories are just rival cartel gangs, but it seems like there's an increase of these stories. So there must be some turf war going on down there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I think a lot of the, I mean, cartels, I guess, they're basically gangs. They they splinter off just like, um, I don't know, whatever the gangs are in the U.S. They, they form their own little, like, sub-factions, and then they fight against each other. Um, so I think maybe they're just fighting over territory or something. But um, but usually, like, the, with the cartels, they don't just come up and spray down, like, a lot of um, other types of shootings and stuff. They walk right up to you and shoot you in the head. They're not going to miss. So they don't They don't just do that spray and pray. They walk right up to you and shoot you in the head. Ooh, spray and pray. Nate, are you a part of an organization we should know about? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had said that before. I thought I was stealing your thing. No, I don't think I've ever, this word spray and pray have never come out of my mouth. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's part of the expat, uh, expat pugs. It's this, it's this, it's this new, it's this new rival gang that Nate has started with expats. Led by El Tigre. <laughs> El Tigre is their logo. They all wear pug t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> when we all, I'll start posting the two peers every time there's a shooting near you guys. I think there was 12 mass shootings last weekend, so I'll keep you guys posted on your country too. Oh, it's, it's silly. I mean, I, I won't, I won't go, uh, or I tried to, I try not to. Go to a gas station in the city after after dark. I mean, I just like yeah. I, you know, I'm going to avoid it at all costs. I mean, Atlanta's gotten bad, like really, really bad. Um, and you know, and then what happens is is it starts to spread out from the city. You know, this whole place hell in a handbasket. California, they're you know, just like Atlanta. They're letting people do crimes. You know, what was that story? Some like during the pandemic, like, yeah, you know, you're doing a crime in Buckhead and you're breaking in someplace. Don't call the cops. We've got, we don't got time for that shit right now. Same in yeah. California. You can walk into a fucking CVS and just steal something. They can't do anything about it. You're not going to get arrested. It's crazy. It's nuts. You know? So, you know, they wonder why people want guns all the time is because nobody's getting arrested. <laughs> it's like, well, if I can go into a CVS and steal condoms, I should be able to go into that guy's home and steal dinner. You know, right? So he just steals a steak <laughs> off the grill. Mine. <laughs> Guy's grilling steak. He just walks in and takes it. <laughs> um, so there you go. I think you're okay, Nate. Just don't get caught up in this stuff, okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm not involved in any of that. Two weeks before that, eight women and three men were killed in an apparent gangland revenge attack on two bars and a hotel in Silea, another city in. Guanajuato. Gua, Gua, yeah, most, most of these are are not like tourist destinations. These are like inner inner country Mexico, and then some of those states are up near the the border. So just don't visit there. I guess I don't think anybody really does. Is from the United States. You're going to Cancun. You're going to Puerto Vallarta or Cabo or something. Yeah. Uh, don't don't go there. <laughs> Since December 2006, when the government launched a controversial military anti drug operation, Mexico has recorded more than 340,000 murders, according to official figures. Authorities have blamed most of the killings on organized crime. Uh, and, you know, I, I was thinking about this when I was in the Bahamas because the, the t- cab drivers are very New York-esque, if not worse. I mean, they are brutal, 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 brutal. If, if you're in a cab and from your destination from point A to point B, that cab driver has not, driven violently aggressively and honked at least eight times you're not in the right cab that's just how they work right but nobody has road rage and i was thinking about this but like when we we're going our way to the hospital that guy was crazy i mean he was he we literally pushed a guy in a scooter off the road because he was trying to get us to the hospital which i told him i was like look everything's fine we're not in that big of a rush um the patient's not in your vehicle she's at the hospital 
You know, no, you got to get to the hospital. I've got three daughters. And I brought in a... And he's in like one of these little vans. Um, these like, you know, little whatever vans. And he's... People are honking and scre- like screaming. But nobody's wanting to... Like, you never see um, road rage fist fights in the bombs. I mean, I'm sure it exists. But I mean, I've been going there for what, seven years now. I've never seen a road rage fist fight. You definitely are not going to see a shooting. They don't have any guns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's just how Americans use their horn in the U.S. Using your horn is a sign of anger or aggression or get the fuck out of the way everywhere else uh, or every other country that I've been to. Their horns are just like a a heads up like, hey, I'm coming by or I'm on your left or I'm on your right. It's like a it's a notification. It's not a fuck you. What have I always said? There should be three different types of horns. Vehicles. I can't believe this isn't a thing. That's smart. Is that not brilliant? That's actually really smart. I said this like 15 years ago. You know, there should be three different sounds that your horn makes. You have a, and and everybody will know it. They'll be programmed to understand and learn it. There's the angry, you know, horn that we have now. You know, he'd even probably make it a little bit angrier. Then instead of having to do it with your fist and do the beep, you know, with it, you know, you, you just lay on your horn and it goes beep. You know, that's just like a, hey, what's up? What's up, JK? Foxy lady. You know, that kind of horn. Then you have like the middle of the road horn where it's like, eh, eh. you know, it's just, hey, dude, just careful. You're you're swerving over in my lane. I'm just giving you a heads up. Shit's about to happen if you don't pay attention. I had to do one of those the other day. This uh, guy in a painting truck, he was swerving. And in, in Roswell Road, you know, very narrow and going around a bend, making it even more narrower. The guy's like swerving over. So I got my big truck, my man truck. He's got his big work truck. And I see him creeping over and we're parallel. We're side by side. And I, and, you know, and, and then I, he's, I look over and he's on his fucking phone, of course. And then he gets mad at me and he pulls up and starts tailing me behind me. And I'm like, dude, let it go. You were wrong. You know, you were wrong. That's another problem is people get embarrassed on the streets when they get called out. If somebody's honking at you, they're not doing, they they would much rather not honk at you. I promise you that. They're honking at you if there's a reason for it. And most likely 99% of the time, it's your fault. You're on your phone. You're not paying attention. You don't realize something. It's okay. But you get angry and you get defensive because you get embarrassed, especially if you got somebody with you in the car. And then you've got to prove that you're a tough guy. By uh, chasing them down. I don't know what you're going to do if you chase somebody down. I mean, what are you going to do? Beat them up? And yeah. Go to jail? Is it worth well, it? Idiot. Well, along the lines of just the, how the horn sound, I don't even know if we need three. We just need a, one that's not so aggressive. There's no reason that it sounds like that. Because when you are in the wrong, it startles you, and then you're pissed off. Because not only did they scare you, but then now you're mad that you're being called out. So it needs to be like when you go to a doctor's office and you open the door, and it's like ding, 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 and you walk in. It just needs to be a little like more fun and and quieter, I think. Fucking millennials, you all want some pussy horns. That's what you want. <laughs> Well, if you have a Tesla, can't you, like, customize your horn now? I'm pretty sure you can, like, pick different sounds. Like, I don't think you can have different horns, but I think you can pick something a little less aggressive. Tesla's, you can do anything themselves. You can pick whatever sound you want. Yeah, for $4.99 a month, month, you get Samuel L. Jackson (laughs) 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 or Shaq. (laughs) Uh, I I thought the horn sound by law was universal, at least for the United States, where it has to... Because all horns sound the same, right? No, yeah, if you Not ever really. got like a, a kind of a shitty rental car, you hit the horn, it's like, ha, and it just sounds like pussy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. That was when I rented in San Francisco, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the electric blue uh, VW Beetle. Yeah, thanks. The newer model, not the old school, cool yeah. model. Give me the newer model with the daisy in the base. <laughs> What's this horn sound like? Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> I always see. I guess you're right. I always just thought that there was, you know, maybe that should be something that somebody pays attention to. Maybe some of these new upcoming uh, politicians that are running for something and are trying to find something outside the norm to uh, beat their drums to. Maybe you, maybe you start doing the horn thing. Maybe turn it into like this big social thing, like where. Look, I've done studies. We've spent thousands of dollars on studies. The sound of the horn that we have now with the majority of our vehicles 
brings aggressiveness on the roads. We, as if I'm elected, would like to stop that. I've now done studies to show this sound will work just as efficiently, but not as aggressively. Uh, Jimmy, can you play the sound? Hi! <laughs> That's what I want in every car. If you vote for me, we're going to get my sound in every car. That's actually pretty good. I'd vote for that guy. You guys yeah, I'm reading, I'm reading Jill's right there. Tesla released a boombox mode um, in 2020 where you could change the song out. Or, I mean, you could change the horn to a song, play loud music, and, but it looks like it was recalled this year um, because... Uh, people were playing fart noises as their horn. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's and, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> people were probably getting in accidents because they were like, what car just farted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Rockland Contracting, better known, established in 2009, and I got a message from owner David Hawks. He wants to thank you two percenters, the listeners of the Bailey Show podcast, for taking his company to the next level. With that being said, if you're looking for deck design in which he specializes in or new HVAC installation, basement remodel, interior, exterior painting, he's booked up for the summer months. So right now, he's taking bookings for the fall. RocklandContractingLLC.com, 678-879-3867. 678-879-3867. Also, seeking experienced deck builders. Help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, graphic design and apparel. Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one -on -one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. You want to know when the best time to upgrade your house? Always. Always a good idea. It's great for your property value, especially if you're in the business of trying to sell it right now. And definitely the kitchen and definitely the bath. UCI Kitchen and Bath, that's where you need to be. They've been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator plus installer for the past 20 years. Extremely fair prices, quality of work, excellent service, uh, sets them apart from their competitors in their industry, which is a busy, busy industry. So if you want to visit the showroom located in Norcross, Georgia, right there, you can see their cabinets, you can see the granite, you can see the countertops, you can see the quartz, you can see the marble, you can see the quartzite, and you can watch them cut it there too. It's a one-stop shop as UCI Kitchen and Bath also provides the installation on whatever you buy. Let's save you some cash. Mention the BS, you get 10% off regular priced countertops. So, save some money. Mention the Bailey Show podcast, 10% off regular priced countertops. UCIGranite.com Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to the Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. PodcastTheBS.com it's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. All right. So uh, we got some good. We got some bad. How about some ugly? And the ugly. I got to tell you, out of all the ugly stories we've done, nothing is as ugly as imagining a drunk Rudy Giuliani. And just let me throw in there naked. If you've seen the last Borat, you know, where they caught him trying to bang the chick which was all real caught on camera. And I can't believe a bigger deal wasn't made about that. I mean, right. just kind of was I can't do that anymore. It was just brushed under the rug, but they like literally like caught him. Like they put him in a pickle where he didn't real. I mean, just, it was, and it was just went away. It was kind of like a joke for the publicity for the movie. And he just yeah. played oh, no, it off. Jason, he was he was laying down and talking in his shirt. Remember that was his excuse. <laughs> yeah. He was getting ready to get a blow job is what he's getting ready for. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, these January 6th, uh, the insurrection hearings that are going on, I'm not really paying too much attention to it because it's, it's, it's all political theater. I mean, you know, we know what happened. We saw what happened. We can probably point blame to people that should have done more that they didn't do. 
Um, but will anything be done out of all these hearings? Probably not. It's just all smoke and mirrors. That's just what we do as a country. We try to look like we're working. We, we, we look like we're working, but never get anything done, right? That's both sides of the fucking aisle. They just work, but don't do anything. Being a politician means you get a paycheck for wearing a tie. That's all it means. Uh, but in this case, that uh, they're talking about, they're they're talking Rudy Giuliani. You know, they're going through the whole Trump administration, and they're going back to where you know uh, he loses the election, but you know he, he swears that it's rigged and he won, and and people still believe that, and blah blah blah, even though there's no proof of it. So Trump rejected the advice of his campaign experts on election night. They were all telling him, "Lo, look, dude, you lost." Like every single one of them was telling him, according to the. The, the, the hearings that they're having and instead followed the course recommended by an apparently inebriated Rudy Giuliani to just claim that he won. Think about that for a second. The most powerful man in the world sitting in the biggest office one can hold loses, right? And doesn't want to accept defeat, which that I don't, you know, that it's a hard pill to swallow. I mean, we saw it with the, you know, probably modern era Bush Gore. I mean, that was that was, uh, you know, the, the prelude to things to come, I guess you could say. But instead of all these people that he has that he's supposed to take advice from, because the president doesn't know everything. They're really a puppet to the brilliant minds they're supposed to be surrounded by. He looks to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> who's drunk and says, Donnie, just say that you won. <laughs> Some good shit. Now all these other people are not drunk. Just the old rude dog. He's the inebriated one, and he decides to take his advice over everybody else's. That, to me, is hilarious. The reason why it's ugly is because I can only imagine what Rudy Giuliani looks like drunk. <laughs> I can't imagine that's pretty. He's got that droopy face dog look anyway. And then when he gets, and he's the old man drunk, you know, a couple Manhattan or eight balls in where they start to get kind of aggressive and violent, you know, where he has to go home and because he can't find a prostitute, he goes home to his wife. If I don't even know if this guy's married, he's like, all right, let's do some crazy shit tonight. Like, let me put it in your belly button and just poke your eyes out while I'm wearing a blonde wig, screaming out the fucking sweet pickles theme. How about that shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Whenever I see him, I just think of that. Uh, I don't know what he was doing, but remember when his hair dye started running because he was sweating? Mm -hmm. You know, all that black stuff running down the side of his face. It's like I used to really love this dude after nine eleven. Yeah. I thought he did a great job, and now he's kind of a joke. It's kind of sad, honestly. That's what I was going to say. I mean, if even if you go back into the eighties, I mean, Rudy Giuliani gets credit, and he should get credit for cleaning up New York. He took it from. Uh, Seinfeld to Friends. I mean, and that's like a thing in pop culture. If you look at Seinfeld and when it was on TV, the depiction of New York versus how Friends depicted New York. It was criminal-ridden, dark, you know, even though it was a comedy, but they looked at New York as not the safest place to live. Friends is very colorful. They're out by the fountain, they, you know, clapping hands and drinking coffee at Central Perk. And Rudy Giuliani gets a lot of credit for that. I mean, he was the dude that led the charge to get the bad cops out, uh, to clean up the streets, no bullshit, not playing games. You get busted, you get fucking busted. And I was like, yeah, man, you're the man. Then 9-11 happened. And Rudy Giuliani was, you know, on par with President Bush as the nation's heroes right now. Like, you are our leaders. We are looking at you. We're all scared. We're terrified. I haven't heard an aircraft in the air in the last three days. I've never, I've never gone through that before. You tell us what we need to do. You know, and, and, and then it's just kind of, he kind of like disappeared. You know, he was always kind of there. He was always kind of here. It's like a, a football player that plays too long, you know, or a wrestler yeah. that doesn't know when to stop. And, and they were once a huge thing selling out Madison Square Garden. And now they're, you know, headlining the, the local high school gymnasium. You know, and it's sad, yeah. right? And they're all goofy looking and, you know, fat and, 
nasty. It's just, it's, it's sad. Um, but I, I can't believe that on election night, this guy's drunk before the, the results were given. <laughs> that's the advice that Trump took was the drunk guy. Well, I, I can see being drunk because it's election night. It's kind of like a party, Stressful. but, and you think you, you think you have it in the bag, but I, I don't think it's a good idea to go to him for advice. The drunk, sweaty guy. <laughs> it's a room full of people. I mean, this is how I'm envisioning it. It doesn't say this here, but it does say that, you know, Trump rejected the advice of his campaign experts and instead followed the course recommended by apparently inebriated Rudy Giuliani. You know, and there is a lot of Republicans that have turned heel on Trump. And, and you know, some of them that spoke out during his administration and then some now, just as like Democrats are beating up Biden and for and, and for good reason, because he's he's just this is a bad time in our lives right now. And that guy's going to get all the fucking credit and not in a good way. And rightfully so, because I always say whoever's in office gets credit for the good and whoever's in office gets credit for the bad. That means insurrections. That means inflation. That means gas prices. That means it all, you know? So, but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. So we'll see how he finishes. Um, Just like sex. Just like sex. You're right. Just like sex. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't see our way out of this in the next year and a half or two years. I, I just don't see it happening. You know, you're going to have to find a fucking diamond in the rough unless it's all one big strategy where he just hits a button and everything goes back to normal like August before elections. That would be a lot differently. A lot different. Anyway, so drunk Rudy, that was the advice given. Um, the statement was met with a few scoffs and chuckles from the crowd in the hearing room. Uh, Cheney, uh, that's Liz Cheney, vice chair, said the panel learned about the apparently. So there's, you know, Liz Cheney hates Trump because he went, she went after, um, she went after her husband, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, and, and, and she, you know, deep down inside, she's like, I'm going to do everything I fucking can to bury this guy. You know, he beat up the dead. Not a cool move. Uh, so uh, Cheney said the panel learned about the apparently tipsy Giuliani through eyewitness testimony. And the panel later played videotape testimony from senior campaign advisor Jason Miller. Quote, unquote, I think the mayor was definitely intoxicated, but I do not know his level of toxic intoxication. <laughs> When he spoke with the president, for example, <laughs> so he's like, he looked drunk, but everybody's got a different level of drunk. You know, maybe, maybe he's good for a couple eight, eight Manhattans in and not be too over the top. Who knows? Yeah. You think he drinks Manhattans? <laughs> no, he's right? from New York. Yeah. Uh, I would think so. It's like on brand. He's what? Yeah. 70. It's gotta be the seventies, right? Oh my god! Yeah, I would think so. Let it's me look. Manhattan's are good too. Uh, that's that's he is seventy eight. He's almost eighty. Okay, so that's 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 the age of the Manhattan, right? Yeah, you're you're drinking the Manhattan, even though I think they're kind of having a resurgence with younger people. You know, it's everything old is new again. You like a Manhattan, Joe? Yeah, I like a Manhattan. Well, Same with martinis. Martinis are real big again. Well, martinis, espresso are, martini. Martinis are always going to be big because they're classy. Because James Bond made them classy. Right, James sure Bond in those '50s movies, you know, or the third. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Very just, cool. Like, they're just, in the face they're disgusting the though. Oh, I went to totally. I was at an air. I was at an airport. Like one of the first times I flew by myself, and I was like had a layover. I'm like, I'm gonna get a Manhattan or no, a, a dry martini because I thought it was cool. Blah. That was not good. It was <laughs> like rubbing alcohol. And I, I've never had a Manhattan, but I'm looking and the ingredients don't sound good. I mean, well, whiskey sounds, but whiskey, vermouth, and bitters. It's no. It's very bitter. I guess. But well, well rem know. remember who it targets, like those old school drinkers in their 70s, 80s and 90s. They weren't True. drinking their drinks for taste. They were drinking their drinks for status. So yeah. it, it, it was, you know, whiskey, whiskey's not a delicious drink like whiskey on the rocks. That's why I like Honey Jack, you know, because it's, it's, it tastes better. But just whiskey. Oh, you're going to get a bunch of whiskey hate here. Well, it's, 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 that's why you put it in Coke, right? So you, you know, and that's why, well, that, that's what poor people do. I mean, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> but if you talk to a whiskey person they're I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. I can't, I can't tell the difference between from one whiskey to the other, but 
whiskey people can really tell you about the different brands and and status of them. But I mean, like it, if you're old fashioned, I think an old fashioned is pretty good. It's a little whiskey, a little orangeish kind of flavor in there. Oh, that's what I was. Th- I got it mixed up. The old fashioned is what's making a comeback, not the oh, okay. Manhattan. Yeah. The old fashioned is making a comeback. Um, so did you see Coke and Jack Daniels teaming up to put out the Jack and Coke in a can for the first time? I saw those. No, I haven't. Yeah. So, I have those. So you have what? You have the, they, they're already no. out? Uh, I don't know if they're in the U.S. yet, but I know when we went to Germany, they had them in all the stores. Shit's good. Really? Oh, yeah, actually, uh-huh. yeah, I did yeah. see this like a year ago, um, but I, I didn't know if they actually made them or not. I thought it was just like a prototype or something. I, I just saw the story the other day. I thought it was a brand new thing. Um, were they in black cans, Brandon? Yeah. Uh-huh. With the red Coca-Cola? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Did you Did well, you have any? Yeah, they're good. Really good? Yeah. Yeah, I know at one point here in the U.S., though, we had some kind, but it was a malt liquor. It wasn't it wasn't Jack. No. Oh. Um, well, that's so what Nate is saying is that if you're poor, that's that's your new drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you get for two for ones at your college bar. Like most people aren't going out and getting a Jack and Coke, I don't think. That, like think, in their 30, 30s or 40s, probably. I think they're making them. They're making a mistake with these Jack and Cokes by putting them in a Coke can. Uh, I think you need to put them in something that looks cooler, you know. Like when Bud Ice came out, the 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 bottle had looked like it was carved out of an ice, you know, like a iceberg or oh, something. Yeah. You know, if you're drinking a Jack and Coke, we all know that eventually, if you're drinking a can of Coke and if you're drinking it out of the can, it gets warm you know, by the, by halfway through. Nobody's going to want to drink a warm Jack and Coke. Now, granted, you could pour it out in a cup, obviously, but if you're at a, like you were saying, college bar or something, like, give me two Jack and Cokes, man, in a can. It's going to get warm, and you're not going to drink the rest of it. So you got to put it in something, either make it smaller or put it in something that looks cooler that can stay cool, like a bottle. Or stop being a pussy and drink your drink (laughs) enough (laughs) times it doesn't get warm. It's like 12 (laughs) ounces. Come on, people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you're not drinking responsibly, and you're chugging your Jack and Cokes in your local college bar. But uh, every time you drink a soda, you're not; it doesn't get warm. You just got to keep up with it. You got to keep it uh, keep it cold. Oh, it takes me an entire day to go through a can of soda. <laughs> I've seen you crush three monsters since we've been sitting here. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I, I and maybe it's because they don't make the uh, Coke Zero Orange Vanillas anymore, and I have two cases of it. And I drink them sparingly, only at nighttime, like for dinner. And I'll only have one, but it'll take me a couple hours to drink. I'll put it in a you know red solo cup with ice cubes, and I, I'll start drinking it at six thirty, and I might get done by nine, possibly. Just I'll <laughs> just sip here, sip there. <laughs> you know, we here in Mexico, like at the like Seven Eleven, um, you can get Jack. They have all these different canned ones, but I, I think they might be like what Brandon's talking about, maybe like a malt liquor kind of thing. But you can get Jack and it's just Jack and Cola. It doesn't say Coke. Um, you can get Jack and Ginger and then Jack and Mineral Water uh, mixed in there. Mm. Jack and Mineral Water is that kind of like a ranch water it- twist? Yeah, I don't know. I guess people do like whiskey, whiskey and water or something. But and then you can also get uh, Jack and Apple. Oh, Jack Le- Tennessee Honey Jack Daniels with mm. lemonade, and then Jack and Apple. That's good. Ooh, that's, that's really good. good. Yeah. I turned uh, some guys on. I, I played tennis with for the first time. I'm looking at moving tennis facilities, and a buddy of mine is a member of this other place. And we went over there, and then afterwards we had dinner at the restaurant. <clears throat> it was really cool. A lot younger people. You know, the music and it was, it was, it was a thing, which was a lot of fun. Right. And, uh, they're like, well, you know, you want to drink? And at first I was like, I'll just take a beer. So whatever beer they had on tap. And they're like, let's do some drinks. I was like, all right. I was like, uh, give me a mule. I want a mule hito, which is my drink. I invented this thing. Mule hito. I invented it. It's mine. And uh, it's, it's, ha- it's half Russian mule, half mojito. So no, you, you don't even know what they are. They're Moscow mules. There's not a Russian mule. Where the fuck is <laughs> Moscow located? Where's Moscow at? Yeah, Russia. but it's called a Manhattan. You don't call it a New York. It's, it's you uh, might not. The name is the name. <laughs> you might not, but I do. <laughs> yeah, but still, they have two different liquors in them. You can't combine them. Uh, one's, one's rum and one's vodka, and you don't mix those. Well, you're right. You don't. So it's just vodka. 
So it's it's vodka. You're taking a little bit from the Russian Chernobyl Moscow Mule. You're taking <laughs> you're taking the ginger beer. Uh, really, that's all you're taking. So it's just yeah. a mojito with ginger beer. So it's it's, just, it's not specific to Moscow. It, that's why yeah. it's a Russian mule. It's Eastern it's Moscow. Ukraine. Eastern. It's yeah, more of a Ukraine, Ukraine thing. Yes. Ukrainian mule. So yeah. it's vodka, ginger beer, a splash of pineapple, mint, and soda water. I like your style. It's delicious. That sounds good. I didn't get one at your party, but I need to try one. So so I turned them on. I and I I grow my fresh mint outside in the back. Uh, yeah. That's so, next level. <laughs> that is next level. Love it. So I went out and picked a, the. The freshman. Last night I went and cut off my aloe plant because my wife burnt her finger. Look at you. Nice. Self sufficient. After after making edamame 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 burgers. She made hip-hop anonymous. Is it hip 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 hop hip hop anonymous? Edamame edamame burgers. She took it and processed it, you know, in the ninja and made it a hamburger and we put it don't what's that face? Well, why would you make burgers worse? You know, make them out of beans. It's not beans. It's it's plant. It's greens. It's edamame. Yeah, Ed, yeah. edamame it's, is beans. Yeah, beans. Yeah. yeah, I think it sounds pretty good. Did y'all but use, why like, would you do sauce? that? Yeah, you okay? <laughs> I'm down with it. What's wrong with you guys? You okay? The vegan movement not, is real. It's not a burger. You just you just mushed it's up some beans burger? and slapped it on a patty. <laughs> no, How was it? Is so the question. It was it was delicious. It sounds delicious. I, I, I think so. I, was, I support this. I was very much for it. She showed me a picture that day. She was going through some magazine and she saw a recipe for it. And she comes downstairs. I was working. She goes, uh, "I'm thinking about making this for dinner tonight. Getting my okay." I said, I think that looks great. I said, it looks like it's going to be delicious. So she's up there cooking up a storm. I hear the... It was like Christmas Day, Thanksgiving dinner, right? And so Bees is home, and she comes down and she says, you know, Bees wants to know if her couple of her friends can come over. I was like, yeah, sure. I didn't think about this. It's like, they're not going to eat this. There's no way. 17-year-olds are not going to sit down and eat edamame burgers. You'd be surprised. No, I was not. So <laughs> we, we, we sat down, and they walked in. And I almost I almost said something to them because I was getting a little irritated because they didn't know when to stop. But they were like, um, they're like, ooh, whoa, hey, what's that? Maybe I'll get some ramen or, you know. They were like, one or two comments is fine because it's different, it's goofy, and, you know, that's just kind of how the house is. But after a while, I started to take offense to it. Like, I felt bad for my wife because, you know, growing up as a kid, if you're a visitor in the house and you're coming over to eat dinner, um, I didn't didn't beg you to come over and eat my food. You eat what I cook. And if you don't like it, shut the fuck up, eat it, or don't eat it. I don't care either way, but just shut the fuck up. So it got to a point where I was like, I had to walk away because... I don't think anybody else was as sensitive as I was to it, but that's just how I grew up. You know, I just thought it was, it got to a point where it was rude. And then when we sat down, even if I didn't like it in which I did like it, even if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have said anything to my wife because my wife worked hard putting it together. You know, I mean, that's just rude for me to say, Oh, thanks for the last couple hours of you putting together this thing you thought was going to be delicious for your family. Go fuck yourself. I don't ever want it again. Dude, what kind of asshole says that to their wife? So, (laughs) you know, one way or the other, I'm going to tell her, thank you. I appreciate the hard work. It was delicious. And I, I, and I meant it. I really did. But the kids, you know, were like, Ariel's got manners. She's just like, had a couple bites. It wasn't her thing. That's fine. She at least tried it. Right. The other kids are kind of making joke after joke after joke, you know, so I had to, um, I had to kind of divert and I just started railing into the blonde haired girl cause she's kind of ditzy <laughs> and Hey, pull that for a snap, Brandon. <laughs> railing into the blonde girl <laughs> right over, over, my bean, over my bean burger. <laughs> 
and, and but no, I know what you mean. Cause you, if you go to like a friend's house for dinner, when you're a kid, even if it's something you have like some Brussels sprout casserole, you choke that shit down and act like you like it because Damn they right. are feeding you. Yeah. Damn that's, right. that's rude as a, as a kid. Just like, keep thank you. Like that. Thank you, Miss Rachel. It tastes just like the front yard. Yeah, <laughs> it did. You know, it actually, it was really, really good. I, I think we might have some left over if you want to try, try one. Yeah. That sounds great. And, and then I was like, you know, can we add bacon to it? Um, that defeats the purpose of the meat. There list, you go. Save yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> turkey bacon. We put it was turkey. Oh, okay, turkey. Bacon. I only so eat turkey. I only eat turkey bacon. So like we we bacon. put turkey bacon on top of it, and it was good. It was great, and it was like this uh, special mayonnaise aioli uh, dress. Yeah, like something a up. yeah something like that, that that we put on top of was it. Was there cheese? So you guys no. You guys got it turned around. It's usually you put the veggies on the meat on the burger. <laughs> now you guys are putting the the meat on the veggie burger. Gotta flip it back around. I, you know what I told her? I said, as good as this is, standalone and very healthy for you. There's no doubt about that. Like I felt really good when I woke up this morning. You know, so if you have a heavy meal or a fatty meal the night before, the next morning you feel it. You know, the older you get, I think the more you feel it. I felt really yeah. clean this morning uh, after eating that last night, and I and I, was, I said to her, I said to Rach, I said this would be really good on a hamburger, <laughs> and she says. <laughs> You know that's one of y'all just that defeats the purpose, <laughs> and I go. I understand that. I know. I mean, I know what they're trying to do here, you know, with the vegan thing, and, and that's when I was railing into the blonde. She was like, "I had a blonde moment the other day," and she said it and something about vegan, and I was like, "Yeah, you probably are like, oh my god, I love Nevada," and, and everybody it was a dad joke. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get it. Yeah, dad joke. So anyway. Adam, I'll send you one, Nate. I'll put it in the mail. Mexico. Okay, cool. I'll see you in a couple of years. Brandon, do you, if you'd like to stop by, maybe this is what I'm going to do my next grilling session. I'm going to do some uh, edamame burgers. No. I would love one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, thank God I've been banned from your house. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon has to eat his on the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> They're really good. If you're so sick, if you don't like meat and the, the whole process and everything, why do you keep making foods that look and taste like like me, I I like meat. I no you. I'm just saying like these the the people that are anti meat and, and everything. They keep making a oh this is vegan uh, bacon and this is vegan burgers. Well, why don't you just eat some vegan food? Just normal old I, I, and stuff. I have an answer. Carrots. I have an answer for you because mo- most people are converts, so they want to think they miss meat. They yeah. they want to think they're eating meat. They want to mind fuck themselves to think they're eating meat, but they're now eating vegan. You know, my, my mother um, is a vegetarian, you know, at least the last time I checked, which was 15 years ago. But I remember when she made the switch, it was like in the mid eighties. And I forget why she did it. She just stopped fucking eating meat just like overnight. She's like, I'm not eating meat anymore. I think it was like a trend at the time. I'm going to fucking do it. And she did it and she stuck with it, but she would eat, you know, like vegan or uh, veggie, it wasn't vegan at the time, but veggie burgers or veggie dogs, um, veggie steaks, you know, veggie, veggie meats, patties, veggie, veggie, veggies, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you can literally get anything veganized nowadays. <laughs> I got really stoned one day and went on Target.com and ordered a bunch of like frozen vegan food. Frozen vegan corn dogs taste just like real corn dogs. Ooh. I said it. Give him a try. I said it. I said it. I stand by it. Look me up on star corn dogs. Look me up on social if you got a problem. I said it. I'm Jillian Spear. At Jillian underscore Spear. Can we make, we should make like the reverse. Let's make like vegetables made out of meat. Like let's make corn on the cob out of like sausage or something. Sausage on the cob. (laughs) We'll do the reverse of what the vegans are doing. It's like, all right, fuck your vegan food. How about we do this? How about we make tofu burgers? out of fucking raw meat. <laughs> Take that, vegans. Take that, you vegans. Uh, the, what are the, um, not vegans. Yeah, it is vegans. Vegans. What are the, what are some of the other ones? Vegan. Pescapalian. Uh, no. Pescatarian. Um, no. Oh, yeah, pescatarian, yeah, my bad. Pescatarian. <laughs> Pescapalian. What, what, what is, what, what, remember that story when I went over to uh, Diamond Dallas Page's house for the Christmas party and they were all, what are they doing? 
I don't know. It was something to do with the desserts, and my dessert didn't fit in. What would that be? Would that be ve- that'd be vegan, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah if I had like butter right. and milk and stuff in yeah, it. it okay. I was gonna say, what meat are you putting in the dessert? <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about eggs. Well, I guess all these, you know, these DDP yoga people are all vegans, right? And I didn't know that. So we wanted to contribute. So we brought over a cake. You know, Rach made a cake, and we went over and we set it down where the other cakes are, and went about our business and mingled and had some good times. And like about an hour later, this woman was like, not screaming, but aggressive. She was upset. Did you bring this cake? Yes, ma'am, we did. Thinking that she loved it. Okay, there's no sign on it. Oh, it's from us. No, 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 no. You have to put not vegan, non-vegan if it's not a vegan cake. (laughs) I was like, oh. I just had a bite of this and I'm vegan. Didn't appreciate it. <laughs> okay, sorry. And it was probably delicious. It was pretty awesome. That's why she noticed immediately. She was like, wait a minute. Yeah. There's butter. She this still had her delightful. fucking vibrator hanging out. That was so damn good. <laughs> like, I needed 10 minutes in the bathroom after I had the non vegan kick. So that's what you should start doing. Just going to these vegan parties and just bringing them things like that. <laughs> lying. lying See, to you them. loved it, didn't you? You loved it. <laughs> you loved it. All right, there it is. Good, bad, and the ugly. We went from a apparently inebriated Rudy Giuliani to vegan cakes. That's just amazing. That's what we do. That's the content that we deliver. We're just that talented of people. Uh, PodcastTheBS.com. Uh, everything you need to know about us, including all of our social media. Please follow, like, and share. Subscribe to the YouTube. You got the Twitter. You got the Facebook. You got the TikTok. And I guess coming to a computer screen near you sooner than later you've got the twitch which brandon and i have to work Mm -hmm. out because i don't i don't get it um me either merch got the merch store up there including the latest which i'm not a huge fan of is (laughs) nate's brandon you're you're naughty boy uh (laughs) used my sixth grade picture with my what was supposed to be highlights in my hair little fat baby jay (laughs) <laughs> wearing my white bugle boy pants with the suspenders over the blue OP button up short sleeve shirt. It's good stuff. Uh, living in Florida, but hadn't seen sun. It looks like forever. <laughs> and that could be on a t-shirt. My wife has already purchased five of them. I was about to say that nice. might be the first piece of piece of Bailey show merch that I get. You can pick the different colors. You can get it on a sweatshirt. You got mm. all the options. I yeah. can't wait. Just get a sticker, put it on your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. I, I hate to say, please don't visit our merch store and help us out, <laughs> but find something else to buy. It's just not that one. Or buy three. And if you do, whatever you do, don't wear it around me. Don't wear it to the next podcast and pours. And please don't post it on social media. Just wear it on in the comfort of your own home. Definitely don't take a picture and tag us on social media. I, yeah. you're, you're doing what I'm not doing. You're being funny. <laughs> I'm not being funny. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> Anyway, all right, Nate, you got anything? Make burgers meet again. <laughs> Make burgers meet again. Uh, Brandon. Uh, watch out for paint vans. They might be plastered. Oh, look at you. I like it. Smart. Uh, Jill. If you're going to eat Hershey's, I hope you like skin flavor. <laughs> Ew. That's, it's true. Yeah, gross, though. Like, everybody's just <laughs> funny and goofy, and you're getting gross. Are, are those chopped almonds? No, those are fingernails. <laughs> those are real nuts, by the way, in there. I'm staying away from Hershey's for a while. That's just me. <laughs> Do they put real nuts in their chocolate bars? Oh, yeah. Two two guys fell in a, a the thing the other day. Yeah, those are real nuts. They're nuts. <clears throat> All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. And until next time, thank you. Bye bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.